welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games you can take with you. I am your host, Chase Kennedy. Today, we're going to be talking about some Kirby, specifically some Kirby between the years of 2016 and 2018. There's not really a good way to categorize it other than that. Uh, but I have two of my favorite people here. One of them is Ur guest Matt Jaguar. Hi, Matt. Hi, Chase. Yeah, started 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 from number one, and now we're here. And episode seventy three. You haven't been on every every episode, but sometimes no, it feels but like. But I've it. been around for a while. Absolutely. Uh, and then our second guest is also a well known gamers on the go podcast guest. That is Pierce Corshane. What up? Mm. I'm back. The the sexiest, sultriest name in podcasting. Pierce Corshane. That's why my parents named me that. <laughs> Just for this. It's like a it's like a real Lando Calrissian kind of kind of thing, and I'm only saying that because I just saw Solo oh, last night. And now you're just flattering me. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we are here on a Sunday morning of a holiday weekend to talk about Kirby. What Why could, the hell not? What could be better? <laughs> uh, specifically, we're talking about three Kirby games here: Kirby Planet Robobot, Kirby's Blowout Blast, and Kirby Star Allies. So I think the best way to tackle this is chronologically, which means that the first game we're going to be talking about is Kirby Planet Robobot. This game came out on June 10th of 2016 for the 3DS. It was created like all Kirby games by HAL Laboratory and published by Nintendo. And Matt, you are going to be our expert on Planet Robobot, being that you are the only one of the three of us who has finished it. Yes, please educate us. Yeah. So tell, uh, us, so, yeah. tell us what's new about Robobot. Uh, well, uh, first, I'm sure, okay, Chase, you played a little bit of uh, Triple Deluxe. Absolutely. I played through all of Triple Deluxe. We did and, a uh, podcast on that mm-hmm. in the past. <laughs> yes, a while ago. But we've played through that. Uh, spoiler alert, you probably played through a lot of Planet Robobot as well then, because it's, it's virtually the same engine as, yep. uh, uh, as Why Wouldn't It Be? Because it's both 3DS games. Uh the difference is, though, everything has been robotized in this game, uh, and uh, I think the the biggest addition is getting these sort of mecha suits uh, that you control. Uh, it kind of plays into the plot of the game. The entire uh, was it, uh, star planet gets taken over by a uh, another planet of uh, like a kind of a corporation of sorts, uh, the the Haltman Company, which is a, a funny name for that. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, they they take over. Kirby's home, the the uh, planet, and uh, planet turn Pop everybody Star, into robots. Please. Pop Star. Oh, yeah, sorry, Pop Star. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they uh, uh, take over planet Pop Star and every, turns everyone into robots, kind of robotnik everybody. Yeah, they uh, totally so just lifted the Sonic the Hedgehog's quote-unquote yes. story and gave it to yep. Kirby. <laughs> but they're a corporation, not an evil scientist. Oh, so okay, totally. Just get different. it right, all right? They're all pro-capitalism here. And, uh, you know, just for the, you know, sake of commerce, they want to, you know, make everybody efficient. And so why not, you know, change everybody into robots? So you have to uh, first, uh, you know, the first level opens up and, oh, Kirby's like, what's going on here? Freaks out, like in every Kirby game, when something changes. And uh, runs into a, uh, like, mecha suit enemy and steals their power, as usual, and takes over the robot suit. So the kind of hook to this game, kind of like with uh, Dreamland 2 on the GBA, mm. uh, GB, sorry, not GBA, uh, that you have like you know, Kirby, uh, Kirby little companions like uh, Rick, the uh, it was uh, Gopher or Groundhog. I forget what Rick is. Rick uh, is a hamster. 
the hamster. You're right. Oh man, I feel so bad about that now. Uh, but yeah, Rick the hamster. It's kind of like that. You uh, will get a robot suit that also, when you scan an enemy this time, it's not like uh, like sucking them in. You scan them and then kind of sucks them in too because it's Kirby. Uh, take over their powers, and uh, it pretty much will make like different kind of. Uh, instead of like uh we'll get to star hours later but like combos with other uh abilities this is like a totally different set of abilities so like if you have the cutter uh kirby power up if you are in a mech suit he gets buzz saws that can cut through certain objects in the game like big logs that can get to other uh little uh you know little uh, secrets and other hidden uh, items and things like that or other paths in the level so yeah they're, they're different like abilities they're different modifiers kind of for the yeah. for the abilities and they have different hitbox kind of things which allow you to like traditional kirby games do use powers to either defeat enemies or unlock puzzles and some of the puzzles can only be done if you have the mech suit with a certain a certain copy ability or kirby yep. alone with a certain copy ability but this one like you said is very much like dreamland 2 which excites me because that is undisputed best Kirby game in the world, and I will hear nothing different. This one kind of makes a run for its money too, with uh, those like kind of a callback to that. Before we go too far, what yeah. I want to hear your both your histories of Kirby games briefly. Mm. Okay, uh, I'll start. Uh, I played. I think I played all of Dreamland Two first on the on the Game Boy, and then I had a friend who had. Kirby's Dreamland, which I traded, I traded a copy of the Game Boy version of Primal Rage, which is bad, <laughs> uh, to to get that original Kirby's Dreamland. And when I played it, I went, "What the fuck is this? He's he's not sucking in any powers. This is dumb." Um, but I still enjoyed that game uh, later. But Dreamland Two was great. Uh, I s had to skip Dreamland Three because it was for the Super Nintendo and too expensive at the time. Uh, I never played through Kirby's Adventure on the NES, um, but I've played most of the Kirby games after that. I played a lot of the handheld ones. Um, I played the Wii one, Return to Dreamland. I played Kirby 64 and really like Kirby 64, even though a lot of people don't. Uh, I, I've played I've played a lot of a lot. Kirby games, and I understand mm -hmm. exactly what the you Kirby formula. I a little bit, and it makes it so. <sighs> It's like, once you've played one of these kinds of games, you've kind of played them all. And Nintendo and HAL do their best to give you a new gimmick each time they do one of these traditional Kirby games, and sometimes it's just not enough. <sighs> anyway, Matt, how about you? Matt, what about you? Yeah. Sometimes it is, though. Uh, yeah, kind of in the same boat as Chase. I played the uh, Kirby's Dream Land on the Game Boy, uh, the first one, uh, then Dream Land 2, which is uh, just a phenomenal game still today. Uh, but also... Uh, uh, Kirby's Adventure on the NES, uh, one of those like late NES games that was just like just absolutely blew me away of the scope of uh, that kind of uh, like a Kirby game being like oh there's multiple levels and I can you know get you know power ups and everything because that wasn't in the first Kirby game on the Game Boy, uh, copy abilities and things like that and then the entire like ending fight you fight DDD and then you fight the whatever the fountain power in the sky with the wand and everything just yeah, totally I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, but that, that blew my friend and I away Like when we played that way back in the day when we rented it from the rental store. And, uh, yeah, it's always been like, oh, there's a new Kirby game out. Like uh, the, uh, uh, not Kirby's Dream Land 3 for the Super uh, Nintendo, but uh, Superstar. Uh, the kind of like sort of com uh, uh, conglomeration of a bunch of different uh, Kirby games that are all like little mini uh, adventures and things like that. And also mini games where that kind of mini game 
uh, you know, Kirby game comes out and a bunch of mini games are also thrown into the, the entire Kirby package, like Plant Robobot has some as well too. Uh, kind of starts there as well. And yeah, just uh, I have the 20th anniversary on the Wii, uh, which is a bunch of these games. Uh, uh, Crystal Shards on the 64 is on there, a bunch of other ones. Uh, but I also like a lot of the Kirby like side stuff, the uh, Dream Course or uh, Canvas Curse kind of uh, stuff as well too. Those are always seem to have more of a hook to them than the like base Kirby day games nowadays. So uh, yeah, that's my little history of Kirby. Yeah, like Kirby, gotcha. Kirby has been for forever, I guess, has been this kind of gateway game for for children a lot, and they have mm-hmm. enough interesting there to be good for adults too. But it feels like that is what Nintendo wants Kirby to be. It is This is going to be a game that you can give to your five-year-old child, and they're going to be able to play through and understand and like video games and then be able to graduate to something slightly more difficult like Mario and then, and then on to just further video games. So I, I totally get Nintendo wanting to put out a, an easy Kirby game, an easy traditional Kirby game for each system. It's kind of... I almost view it as kind of like a Dynasty Warriors game, where Dynasty Warriors. I know. <laughs> of course ex- you do. <laughs> I know. I know exactly what I'm getting. There's going to be one Kirby per Muso, console. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Uh, but there's going to be one per system, sometimes more, and there should never be more than one. Like you get you get one shot every system, and that's all you get. That's what that's what kind of hmm. bums me out a little about Robobot. Is that we already had a 3DS one that was good, Triple Deluxe. Like Triple Deluxe is. But I think this one's better. I agree, it's better, but it's also another one on a 3DS, and I've just played one on a 3DS. I know. <laughs> so I, if I didn't play any Robobot, I think I would be more inclined to have picked up uh, Star Allies on the Switch, and we'll end up talking mm-hmm. about that one a little bit later. But yeah, so being the second traditional Kirby game on the 3DS. Is was a little bit of a bummer for me, but I do agree. It's a it's a better game overall than than Triple Deluxe because it does some more new stuff. And yeah. like you said, it kind of calls back to Dreamland Two, which that's always a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, I guess uh, what else can we say about the game? Like I I could get into little spoilers about the later stuff because, uh, but you haven't got to there. Yeah, let's let's not uh, do any of that. I, I think. Yeah, I think we kind of cover. There what are some like is. interesting boss fights. Like they get like at least the final boss fight is kind of like that. You know, per most Kirby games, uh, pretty like layered and uh, has some kind of a, like grand scale to it, especially in this game, uh, which I really dug and. I was kind of really pumped when I got to the end and fighting the last boss and doing all these weird things that you've learned throughout the game that, you know, you will have like a little touch here and a touch there. And then finally at the end, uh, you'll, you'll be using all of them at the same time. Uh, one other thing we forgot to mention, though, there are uh, sort of uh, shooter levels in this. Uh, there are certain copy abilities when you get as the robot, either as the uh, car or the plane, mm-hmm. uh, like well, you get one of the jet characters. And if you were a and th- this is kind of designed in the game, it's like sort of like a roadblock. You have to do this to progress. But if you copy the plane ability as the. Uh, robot, you become a plane, and uh, like we'll have a shooting level for a little bit, uh, which was uh, that was uh, like a nice little surprise and twist. Uh, not they haven't done that in the past, like you know Kirby changes into a, a tank in Epic Yarn and things right. like that. Uh, but this uh, definitely felt like more of like callback to like uh, uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, especially when you change into the car and are just mowing down and jumping from the foreground to the background with that ability uh, makes uh, like just a uh, nice little punch when you're like these this kind of like you know 
Kirby's like kind of a laid-back game. So, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time with Planet Robobot. I definitely would recommend this over uh, 3D, uh, yeah. Uh, Triple Deluxe. Triple Deluxe. Yeah. And uh, just because it uses a lot of those uh, same uh, sort of abilities from Kirby's Dream Line 2 using uh, multiple... Uh, use same kind of uh, power-ups, but uh, putting a different twist on it and everything. Yeah, unfortunately, not every power-up works with the robot. Uh, no, and they, they kind of uh, force you to use certain power-ups at certain times, like I said. Right. Uh, and there are times like, oh, you're not just going to... When you're in the robot, you're not going to get run into this power-up. That's kind of their uh, excuse for it. Yeah, and unlike uh, Dreamland 2, they kind of always siphon you off of the of the robot, mm-hmm. so you can't ever bring the robot to another level like you could with, with one of the animal friends in Dreamland 2. Yeah. But, th- but that's fine. I mean, they've crafted these levels to make them this way. Uh, similar, similarly, like in Triple Deluxe or uh, Return to... I think Return to Dreamland had it too, where there were like specific levels that used... Uh, what was it like big Kirby or like big powers where he could use like a yeah. giant sword and and they would obviously try to keep those into a, a smaller place which mm-hmm. I, I'm sure other games have done it too but the first instance I can remember of that was uh, New Super Mario Brothers on the DS where here's the time that Mario can use the big super mushroom to get giant and then he just crushes through half the stage but that's yeah. that's not something you take with you you can't be super giant Mario all the time, it's time in, in limited that game. And, yeah, yeah, totally. All right. There's even spots where in that game, like they stop you from going any further. It's like, well, I just gotta wait for the timer to run out. So yeah, yeah. In this game, you get to the le- end of the level, you don't carry the robot with you, obviously, which is kind of lame, but yeah. it's kind of designed that way. Yeah. It, it also gave me like a Mega Man X vibe when you're jumping into mm. that kind of mech suit. Just, yeah, the punch boat robot. Yeah. I mean, the the robot looks like it <laughs> because you have Kirby in in kind of the dome top of it and. And you mm-hmm. just see his, his little pink puffball head uh, po- poking through. Anyway. Yep. And you uh, also get, like, a, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, you also, like, the unlocks in this are stickers instead of keychains uh, from Triple Deluxe. So you can put stickers on your robot and everything, which is kind of cool. But that's nice. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much the same. Same old, same old. But I uh, still highly recommend it if you're looking for a Kirby game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yes. Traditional Kirby games are still fun. They, they are an easy, mm-hmm. fun romp. And and the only if you're trying to get like they have these uh, what are they uh, I forget the cubes that you have to find in this uh, they're kind of like the anti cubes from Fez right uh, uh, but there's three per level you get all of them you opens up a secret level you get all those there and you get like a special sticker at the end of the game what do you do but still it's more Ooh. of like the challenge of trying to get these that's what I find special most engaging sticker. in these Kirby's games like you can play them easily and get to the end but if you want to like get everything in the like the main game you gotta find the secrets and everything which I find. Uh, the most rewarding aspect of it. Totally. All right, that was Planet Robobot, and now we're going to move on to... Uh, well, I mean, the better transition here is to say that there's a mini-game in Planet Robobot that is called Thir- Kirby's 3D Rumble, and that was then extended out into its <coughs> own game. As some other Kirby games... This has happened before. I think Triple Deluxe had some mini-games that also spawned some like, Kirby mini-games that you could play as yeah. full games on the 3DS. Uh, but but this one is called Kirby's Blowout Blast. This came out July 6, 2017, also for the 3DS, also by HAL, also by Nintendo. Um, Pierce, you're going to be our expert here because you've played through all of this. Now, you didn't play through any of Robobot, so you didn't know this original nope. minigame. What brought you to picking up Blowout Blast and giving it a shot? Um, last year, I was 
going through a stressful time and I was looking for something that was easy and, and fun and this game had just come out. Um, I'm also really attracted to pattern recognition games and high score games and roguelikes. Mm-hmm. And this kind of, it, it isn't a roguelike and it is sort of a high score game, um, but I think I liked that it was a low barrier for low barrier of entry, low bar, low bar whatever. Um, <laughs> and that it, it, there wasn't a huge commitment and then I could just try it out. I don't have any experience with the Kirby franchise like you guys do. Was this your um, first Kirby game? This was my first Kirby game. Oh, wow. That's so geez. weird. Yep. It, it is yep. kind of interesting because it is, it is back Kirby back to his roots in a little bit of, of like in Dreamland 1, the first Kirby game, Kirby doesn't have any copy abilities here. All you can mm. do is is suck in enemies and shoot them out. Uh, and and that's exactly what this game is. It just uses it in the format of an arcadey score game or that has kind of a not really like like you said, it's not a roguelike, it's not a run based thing, but there are individual levels that you run through to to yeah. get to a final score. Yeah, exactly. So you go through levels and you defeat enemies, you collect coins, um, and you get bonuses for collecting all the coins, for depleting all the enemies, for running through it fast, mm-hmm. and then uh, for not taking any damage. And then you get a bronze, silver, and gold ranking based on that. Um, and kind of to your point earlier, Matt, um, mm-hmm. I kept on coming back to this game because there was that like little carrot on a stick where if you get gold on all five levels of like, one zone, you unlock an EX version mm-hmm. of that zone. Um, and so there's a decent amount of content in a $7 game. There's something like 50 levels, I want to say. And, mm. um, and, and yeah, there, there's something about Kirby games, uh, about like the impact noise mm-hmm. of hitting enemies that is super satisfying. Mm-hmm. And like knocking through like seven or eight enemies, like a bunch of bowling pins, uh, has this, this like dopamine drip to me every single And not time. only that, you keep up a combo too. So it's like, oh, I got to exactly. keep this combo going. Exactly. Yeah. And so I got really into this game um, for like a month and a half and I, I didn't play it until we, we were talking about doing this podcast and I, I actually didn't start playing it again until this morning. And man, this game's a lot of fun. There's, <laughs> it's, it's super distilled um, and a super distilled experience, but there's not a lot of flaws to it, in my opinion. I think they do some interesting things in uh, mixing up the perspectives of the levels, uh, depending on EX and and like which world you're in. Uh, so I think sometimes the, the camera can get a little tricky, and it's hard to tell with the depth, like where you're trying to aim your attacks to knock as many enemies as you can to get those combos. Did you use your uh, 3D slider on your 3DS? Hell no. <laughs> that thing gives me a headache every single time I use it. Yeah, me too. I, I can say it doesn't really that. help all that no. much because you're always stuck in this isometric uh, <laughs> like camera view, but it uh, it does help. Like There's an arrow right in front of Kirby that kind of you can angle shots it, a yeah. little bit. It's not the greatest, but uh, it's kind of that's also part of the game is that you know just trying to line up the shot is also part of the challenge. Uh, yeah, it's very like kind of Sonic 3D Blast or Super Mario RPG, always stuck in this isometric camera angle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the the arrow helps a little bit, but the 3DS analog stick does you no favors. I mm. feel like I even when I line it up, like at the last minute, I'll like my thumb will slip and I'll miss just one enemy, and 
and you can't like hold it forward or you know to the direction you want because Kirby is just going to keep walking that direction. Like I don't want to hit the enemy and lose my combo. Right. So exactly. it's like you got to be really like it's touchy feely. It is, um, but no, it's it had, for me it had like great return on investment for a seven dollar game that I've sunk you know five or six hours into mm. just trying to get these these high scores. And even even after I get the high scores, I find myself going back to certain levels just to to play them again there there is a there's a mastery curve that i i find very addicting that like i know i can top myself uh if i just do if i if i just position myself a little bit differently on this level and i can take out this many uh enemies with with just one shot rather than messing it up and, and having to do two um, yeah so yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a great game yeah i think of the mini game Kirby games that have then become full games this one is probably has the most to it there are there are other ones that are like boss rushes where they have kind of RPG elements to it and that's that's fine but at that point it's kind of just a Kirby game that you've condensed even further so why not just play a full Kirby game at that point but this one offers something a little bit different it it takes you through this kind of score based gameplay it's it's a different style of Kirby game, but it still takes in those Kirby elements and uses them in a really authentic way. I, I liked it a lot, especially for seven dollars, like you mentioned. The it doesn't seem like critics liked it as much. It was pretty lukewarm, uh, and and a lot of people just complained that you know this is, there isn't a whole lot here for a Kirby game. Like no, but you're not you're missing the point. This isn't a Kirby game. This is a this is a score based. Uh, arcade game that just happens to star Kirby. And, exactly. and I think when it's viewed that way, it it's viewed much much in more in a positive light. So Kirby's Blow Up last $7. I, I, I love this game on the 3DS. I, I think it makes a lot of sense, especially for that portable nature. You can get one or two runs in on your bus ride or whatever whatever the kids are doing these days when they have like their, their few minutes to play games. Uh, Vaping. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, mean... I played like a. <laughs> I played a quick level right before we started recording, and it just took like a couple minutes just to do a single level. Uh, I also played uh, the uh, on Planet Robobot. There's also the 3D Rumble, which is essentially the same game. The only difference is instead of like having a level you progress through, it's a single board right. instead. It's like an arena. And uh, then you get to the you know it, it'll be like five stages and then a boss at the end instead of oh you got to do this level. Uh, you know, or this stage within their, this, you know, uh, area or whatever. Uh, so th- that's pretty much the only difference. Uh, it seems like, yeah, the uh, what little I played of uh, uh, Blow Up Blast, yeah, it does for seven bucks. It's kind of a really nice little package. Yeah, Blow Up Blast kind of, this is, this is going to be another weird comparison, it's kind of like a Devil May Cry <laughs> thing a little bit, where you're running, <laughs> what? where you're, well, where you're running through a level, and then you get to this place and it goes, okay, this is an arena, we're going to block off these, uh, block off the sides and now you have to defeat everything in here, and there can be some waves of enemies, and now you can progress. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <The> meta- <laughs> I was going to say, maybe Kirby's like trying to suck out all your light it works. and fill you with it, light? It works. <laughs> Okay. So Kirby has two guns, Ebony and Ivory. And <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to our final game that we're going to be discussing, and that is the newest Kirby game that is out on mm. the market, and that is Kirby Star Allies that came out for the Switch March 16th of this year, 2018. Again, HAL Laboratory, again, Nintendo. 
So this is the first and I believe only Kirby game on the Switch so far. Mm -hmm. And it kind of... I feel like this is trying to be the ultimate Kirby game in a lot of ways. It brings a lot of mechanics from older Kirby games. It brings a lot of characters from older Kirby games all into the all into this one package. And most Kirby games bring, bring back a lot of stuff in, in the mechanics and also especially in the boss fights. Like, yes, you are fighting Wispy Woods in the very first uh, area. Of, of this shocking game. you do that in planet robobot too yeah shocking i mean it is it's at least <laughs> I mean, like a, a robot mecha, yeah it's at least a robot uh wispy and Woods. there's a part where he chases you so that's kind of a little different right he unroots himself how crazy i know <laughs> <laughs> but uh in star allies they they bring so much stuff back uh pierce you're the one who's played through all of this game matt and i have only played the demo but uh, and i know you haven't experienced i don't think you've experienced the first dlc i think it's free but it's you can bring in it, it adds in a bunch of a bunch of other characters that you can use. This game kind of has like a again here here's me making a weird comparison to a different game. It's kind of got like a Lego Star Wars vibe to me, where there's a mode where you can oh just play as anybody. And I'm, I mean, other games have done this too, but uh, yeah, but, so like a rogues gallery of all of Kirby's enemies. Yeah, and yeah. So like the main game, Pierce. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of let you talk about this because because it is a traditional Kirby game. It's just that it also has this mode where you can play as a, a bunch of different enemies and then a bunch of different guest characters. And and I just get excited about the guest characters because it brings in the Dreamland Two crew. You can play as Rick Keen, <laughs> Keen, Kine, the fish. I don't remember how you say it. And Coop. Keen, yeah. Uh, so Rick Kine and Koo, even though they are all one character, that's that's kind of weird. But anyway, Pierce, tell us about Kirby Star Allies. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you got excited about those guest characters because having no history with Kirby other than Blow Up Blast, um, the idea of like playing with all these different characters on your team, um, other than Waddle Dee, didn't recognize anyone. Sure. Other than uh, the, like the bosses, Wispy Woods and Meta Knight and King Dedede, which I only know from Smash Bros. Right. Um, I think I, I think a lot of stuff went over my head. So when you say that this is a traditional game, I don't know what that means because <laughs> <laughs> all I can compare it to is Blowout Blast. Um, but like for me, like entering it without any um, any history with the franchise, it's like a 2.5D platformer that. You, you can throw a little heart at enemies and they are on your team and you can use their abilities um, to like solve little puzzles uh, as well as like suck them in and, and take their abilities uh, to also solve those puzzles. Yeah, so, um, so in most Kirby games, yeah. you don't get the ally part. Like that's the gimmick of okay, this one. Sure. In most Kirby games, it's just Kirby running around in a 2D or 2.5D uh, platformer. You can suck in enemies to copy their abilities to again fight defeat enemies or or uh like solve solve puzzles in this one it's now you get you get up to three companions that can follow around kirby and use their abilities in tandem sorry continue but that's no, that's kind of no, what yeah, a traditional yeah. kirby game is i got you yeah and and that's fine uh, i was really enjoying the first couple worlds uh of this um i don't i'm not going to go into the plot because there's not. <laughs> Frankly, I don't remember it. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me guess. Somebody uh, takes over. Uh, I forgot the place again. Planet, uh, Planet Popstar. Uh, Planet Popstar. Somebody takes over Planet Popstar. 
So that Planet Popstar is in this game, and there, <laughs> it was invaded at some point. That's as far as I know. Um, yeah, so the first couple worlds, I, I was really enjoying it uh, because I, you're you're experiencing new abilities a lot, but at a certain point, you kind of see everything, and there's not much that's really going to surprise you. Again, I was super impressed with the AI when I had like a full squad. They always seemed to know what to do when they encountered a puzzle that needed their ability. Um, and th th it was very responsive also. So even if, like before I could even like look at an area where I'm trying to, you know, find one of the puzzle pieces that, uh, that you can collect in, in each level, uh, the AI seemed to, to jump at the chance to be like, oh, I know what to do. I'll just, I'll light this grass on fire and there it is. Um, I also I like I liked combining abilities too. So if you if you're holding up on the um, on the on the, uh, the D-pad analog stick. Sorry, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was like D-pad. What's the analog stick? It's very early. <laughs> um, it, when you're holding up, you can kind of like trigger this like group, um, not attack, but like group ability where you kind of combine the different abilities. So if you are holding a, a sword and you have a guy that has fire he'll make a fire sword or and that goes for everyone else on the team so if if someone has a sword and someone has has the fire ability they'll combine themselves and and have a fire sword mm -hmm. uh which is just kind of cool to mix and match as you're going on but like i said it's there's like a decent amount of game here and by like the third world i was just kind of grinding through it i wasn't really enjoying myself anymore that as you were saying chase at the beginning of this that these games are super easy and they're they're like intros to video games they have so many basic aspects of video games that you see everywhere else and it's probably great when you're trying to put it in a child's hand and, and teach them about this hobby but at a certain point i don't i I have limited time, and I should probably be yeah. playing other games, like Kirby's Blow Blast. And, and, I mean, this game, I would say, is even easier than most Kirby games, because yeah. when you get the allies, like you said, the AI's pretty good. They'll do things for you. They'll just kill yeah. the enemies. You can kind of just walk around as Kirby, uh, other than maybe boss fights. And even boss fights, you probably could do. It would just take longer. Uh, yep. It's... It's really, it's really damn easy, but it does bring a couple of mechanics from older Kirby games and, and combines them here. And one of those is those copy combo abilities from Kirby 64. In in 64, you could uh, you could put out you could have an ability, and then I think you kind of spit it out and then suck in the ability back with another enemy, and then have a combo power. So like you could have the the spark ability and the cutter ability, and if you combine those two together, then Kirby would have a double bladed lightsaber, which was mm -hmm. kind of awesome. So cool. Um, and and there were some some cool combinations with that, like uh, spark and ice would turn Kirby into a refrigerator, and he would spit out health items that he could go and pick up again. Um, just just lots of fun stuff like that. So in this game, it seems like there are. They've kind of split up the copy abilities into two camps. One of them is uh, like a base ability, like a sword or a whip or, or something that can be modified. And then the modifier abilities like fire or ice or spark that will 
then change that first ability to, to something like that. So like you could have a, a electric whip or like you said, a fire sword and you can use those again, like the Robobot to, they would have different kind of hit boxes or different ways to attack. And you can use that to solve different puzzles. So like maybe traditional fire Kirby can only uh, shoot fire in front of him or like turn into a fireball or something that will go in front, but he has nothing to hit above and you need to hit these ice blocks that are above you. So how do you do that? Okay, well, if you have the fire whip, the whip can go up and attack up. So that's the way you break those blocks. That That's kind of what we're talking about when we talk about puzzles. They're, they're never really that hard. Really it's puzzles, really yeah. just finding the combination of powers that, that you need to break, break a certain block or to set uh, a fuse on fire or, or something in that vein. Anyway, so yeah, Star Star Allies. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The other uh, the other mechanic that it brings in is the four player co op. That it wasn't the first Kirby game to do it, but I think it was the first Kirby game to do it correctly. Was uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland on the Wii, where now you could have four people, and I believe it was it was Kirby, Meta Knight, DDD, and Waddle D were were your four in there. Uh, what was the other one? Like Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, maybe? Or I know, like, uh, for, uh, was it Superstar on the Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. There was, like, one of them you could copy a, a character and make a computer uh, right. ally, like you could in this game, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, and also share uh, health by, I don't know what Kirby's doing, feeding them, <laughs> like a baby, like a mama bird or something. H- hugging. When you or, try to give healthy kissing characters. or yeah. whatever the a hell it hug. is. Yeah, yeah. Vomiting. A, good, a, nice, a nice buddy hug. <laughs> and you, you uh, could do that and... in Return to Dreamland, too. That was that was fun and yep. weird. But yeah. Uh, so you, I, I'm not sure if you could do co-op like that. I think you could. Like, I, I know there were two-player games in that mm-hmm. uh, like sort of collection of uh, Kirby games, but uh, I can't remember if you could play like this game. Right. Uh, but, and I played a little co-op uh, with my friend Tyler last night. And uh, he's not really big on playing video games, but he knows Kirby, and he kind of understands the concept of how to play a Kirby game. And uh, like he kind of picked it up on the like two short levels that they're in the demo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's kind I, I have to say with uh, multiple people, it's it's actually more engaging than I would as single player because I was like, okay, I'll play this. And Tyler came on and was like, oh, perfect opportunity to play this co-op game that's kind of focused around it. Totally, and I think they do a really good job with the co-op. So it really all. Uh is surrounding Kirby. It's all about Kirby. Kirby Kirby is player one. Um, if if the co-op people die, no big deal. If Kirby dies, okay, everybody's got to go back. So you give the controller to the most experienced person uh, who can play as Kirby, and then everyone else can kind of just romp around and do whatever the hell they want to and, and have a good time. If you go off the screen from where Kirby is, you'll get warped back to where Kirby is. Uh, but it's it's... It's all centers around player one, and then everybody can kind of mm-hmm. do what they want. So, uh, yeah, there was that moment of confusion, like, oh, where, where's uh, my friend start in the co-op game? Right. It's like, oh, you have to cop, you have to get a, uh, another computer-controlled player, and it kind of looks like it can be just pick up and play. Like someone can just grab an extra controller, play wherever you are in the game, and just join right in mm-hmm. with ever whatever computer-controlled buddy you have going. So. That's also a, like a little nice feature as well. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a better system than something like New Super Mario Brothers. We did with with their four mm-hmm. player because in that one you really could screw over your your friends by throwing them into lava pits or something like, or jumping on their heads and and then they uh, maybe they're in mid jump and then they just drop and fall. 
Uh, in this game, I think Kirby can like uh, suck in his allies and spit them back out, and and that's pretty much as far as you go with with screwing over your friends. But really, it's again, it's all about Kirby. So if you have an experienced person who knows, well, quote unquote experience, because again, these games are super easy. Um, you have I did uh, I did have the ability when you're the fighter to throw a friend. Okay. So there's that as well too. Oh yeah. Uh, which is awesome. a, a maneuver, which is actually like the, every time you get a new ability that does this sort of zoom in and shows you the ability quickly. Uh, so like when you charge your sword up for the first time with fire, it zooms in and it's like fire sword. This time I got the fighting ability and like I didn't know what I was doing and I accidentally threw my friend across the screen <laughs> and it just zooms in. It's like throw a friend. I'm like what? <laughs> That's, uh, sorry, sorry, Tyler. <laughs> That's great, um, man. I I feel like if I hadn't just played a decent amount of Robobot, and even that, I had played all of Triple Deluxe. And so you just you just feel mm. like you don't need to play a Kirby game after a few, a few and years. This one's after. sixty bucks. It is still sixty bucks. It's a lot of money. It's a Nintendo game, it's so be it's sixty bucks for a exactly. while. Exactly, it's not going to come down very uh, very much very soon. But I would like to play this game because I, I do think it's it's probably a super competent Kirby game at that point, and it does have so much content in it. I think I think what that other mode is, and I guess Pierce hasn't played it, so he can't correct me if I'm wrong. But you can pick one of the enemies with an ability, or even some guest characters, like they bring in Rick Kind and Koo as their own character. Uh, they bring in, I think his name is Marks from Kirby's Superstar, and then they also bring in Gooey from Dreamland Three, who kind of also shows up in Dreamland Two, but not as a playable character. Um, and then I, I believe what happens is when you pick any one of these characters, then you go through some maybe customized stages, or maybe they're just regular stages, and you have to play through with just this one character's abilities. So if you get if you pick the fire person, you can only pick you can only use fire throughout the entire stage, which seems like that would get really boring to me, because the the whole kind of point of a Kirby game is I can spit out and bring in new abilities whenever I feel like it, and and that would be kind of but as like a more of like a challenge room thing of here's see what you can do with just the fire ability that that might be interesting. So I would like to give this game a shot. And, and see what it's all about more than just the demo did. But even the demo was, was pretty fun for me, and, and I felt like it showed off that, hey, this is a competent Kirby game. Maybe when and if it ever comes down in price, give it a shot. It looks great. It does. It's, having it on the it Switch, does, yeah. it's, it's a gorgeous game. This is Kirby's first uh, HD outing. Like, first traditional Kirby game HD. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah, there was that Wii U one. Uh, yeah, the the sequel uh, the to Canvas Curse, Rainbow Rainbow Curse or something right, like that. Right. The uh, clay animation one. Uh, that was a little different. Mm -hmm. So, gentlemen, we have three Kirby games here, and uh, I mean, we're here, so let's rank them. <laughs> what's 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 the best Kirby game here? Yeah, Pierce, so I, I, it sounds like for you, you enjoyed Blowout Blast way more than Star Allies. I did, yeah. And, I mean, Blow Up Last was in my top five last year. It was number four on that list. Mm -hmm. um, it it kind of hits all of the, the, the check boxes of my, like, games that I like. Um, it's pick up and play. It's uh, something I can, I can go back to time and time again and still have new challenges. 
Star Allies is is really bland yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, and um, I wish I liked it more because I was really enjoying it at first. Um, but you, the, I can't justify recommending it when it's sixty dollars right. because there's just there's a lot of other games out there. Matt, you've played a decent amount of... You've played a little bit of all these games. Uh, do you have any opinion on kind of what strikes your fancy the most? Uh, I would definitely vote for Planet Robobot as the best of them. But, like, Star Allies, I would be interested in getting if I had more people to play with and it was more of a... Uh, well, a, a little bit cheaper. Uh, like, even Planet Robobot is still, like, $40. You can find it kind of cheaper nowadays, but they haven't really done that price drop for this game uh, I don't think it's not like one of their $20 select games at this time right. and uh, yeah I, it just the the way uh, Plant Robobot is probably going to be ranked as one of like my favorite Kirby games just because it takes a lot from past Kirby games like uh, uh, Dreamland 2 and uh, just adding just a lot of awesome little things onto this uh, just the traditional Kirby formula at this point and yeah, it's just it's just a wonderful package. I would pick this over Triple Deluxe. I would pick this over, uh, not not uh, uh, Dreamland Adventure or anything like that, or even uh, Superstars, but probably a lot of other uh, Kirby games. Uh, Blowout Blast, I definitely am gonna look more into, and because uh, it, it's one of those mini game like and Kirby outings, like I said, like Dream Course or Canvas Curse. It's different and it makes it like an interesting sort of pick up and play game. Uh, but yeah, Planet Robot, it just it pushes all the right buttons for me. Like, the soundtrack is fantastic. It takes a lot of uh, like hints from Chip Tanaka's uh, sort of uh, past uh, hits from the working at HAL and everything, and uh, adds a little bit of electronic flavor to it. Not every, every track is this uh, sort of uh, uh, electronic uh, soundscape, but there are a few in there that are like, oh man, this is actually really good and interesting take on a traditional Kirby tune. And man... Kirby's just the greatest dancer, so <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's got more dancing in it. What can I say? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I've enjoyed my time with Robobot. I think if I was looking for a traditional Kirby game again, I could go back and play more levels of that and get my fill. Uh, I, I think Star Allies has a lot of potential to it, and I would be really excited to, to play that, and because I'm me, I will probably end up purchasing it anyway because uh, that's just what I do. I buy video games. I, I buy a lot. I bought <laughs> Yakuza 0 just came in yesterday from Amazon, and I'm like, cool. I don't know when I'm going to oh, play geez. that. <laughs> may, may, maybe right after that copy of Neo that I also bought and is still in the plastic wrap. Oh, Jesus, I buy so many games. Um, have you beat God of War yet? I have beaten God of War, so I'm at least free of free of that nice shackle. That. Um, but I really like Blow Blast. I think it's a, it's a neat... It's a neat twist on the Kirby formula it's like Matt said it's kind of got this pick up and play nature that it's hard to get sick of it like like a traditional Kirby game can um, Like there, there's just that grind to the traditional Kirby game especially the newer ones that I feel like are way too long if, if they were just yeah. shorter I would probably enjoy these games a lot more but, uh, but Blow Up Blast gives you this really bite sized entertainment package and, and I just I appreciate what it's trying to do, and, and it doesn't get boring to me like some of the other ones can. Pierce, I would advise you, if you would like to see a little bit more of what Kirby's about, uh, maybe try the virtual console version of Kirby's Dream Land 2 on the 3DS. Like that, that, is a, that is one of the best traditional Kirby games out there. 
It's a much shorter game than any of these. Uh, there is, it, it has the kind of similar, if you can collect all this stuff, you can get to a secret boss thing at the end, but even just the regular boss fight against DDD, which they're all against DDD, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, that, that's just a really good game, and I think all the animal powers really helps to, to keep that game fresh for longer, and it, it does a good job of solidifying what would become core Kirby mechanics going forward so that that's a really good game and again it, it'd be super cheap because it's on the virtual console of the 3ds one of my favorite games ever uh one of the earliest episodes of gamers on the go as well i think that might have been like episode four or something that i did with uh with tyler from if you guys want to go way deep into the archives and and find uh find that episode but yes so gentlemen i want to uh, thank you both for coming on and ask you both if you have anything you'd like to, to plug or pitch or let us know about something that you're doing on the internet or otherwise. Matt, how about you go first? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jiggy-san, G-I-G-G-Y-S-A-N. I, uh, well, last night we recorded an episode with Tyler Abstract of uh, Abstract Japan, and uh, I've been a guest on there, so there's been a handful of episodes ever since he's done his tour with Jinmo uh, the past uh, couple of months. And uh, we did a little uh, trip to Kaiju Big Battle on the way there. Mm. Did an episode with a bunch of people on the, in the car ride, and uh, got completely wasted. <laughs> and uh, uh, the, the car ride back kind of like was a bit of drunken uh, mess. Uh, uh, I was fine. I was driving, so I was still you know uh, sober uh, enough. Very responsible. And. Uh, yeah, uh, just been doing like episodes like that. We're going to be doing. Uh, there's one upcoming at some point that we have a like six hour uh, Japanese punk uh, band that toured America that he got a Kickstarter backer or Indiegogo backer reward that is like a six hour documentary of their road trip. Wow! And did not realize it was six hours, so <laughs> we got to watch that, and uh, also like a bunch of other little small things that he has to do. But yeah, check that out at abstractjapan.com. Uh, or abstract japan in uh, like uh, your favorite podcasting uh, user tool awesome pierce what do you got going on nice uh not much i'm gonna try to lay low this summer but you can find me on twitter at pj Corshane. um <clears throat> yeah i'm just i'm enjoying my lull between paxes um and try to play some games and like see my family <laughs> uh so yeah find me on twitter uh where i tweet about sports mostly and sometimes games um other than that yeah i hopefully continue to do these podcasts with you chase oh that's so sweet Aww. play more handheld games and then we'll we'll make that happen <laughs> <laughs> uh so this is the end of the planned episodes for gamers on the go which means i need to play more handheld games and schedule some guests and figure some things out so i don't know when the next episode will be but I doubt it will be extremely soon. So uh, hopefully stick with us as we figure out what to, what to talk about next. But we will definitely be having more episodes in the future. This Golden Sun's sitting right there, oh, Chase. man. God. <laughs> I, mm, I did... Calling back. I'm calling it back. So last year, I played through all of Golden Sun Dark Dawn again, which oh. is the least good Golden Sun game. And I might... Even is that the DS one? Yeah, I might even say at this point, it's not a great game. Ah, man, it's, mm. it's close. I'm talking about the OG. I know, one. I know you are, and it's one we gotta, we gotta, we've been talking about forever. We gotta get that. Done. I will. I gotta complete that. Yeah, game. I will find some time. I would. 
this is this is why the Switch needs not necessarily a virtual <laughs> console, but it needs to release some of its old games on this on the on the platform. Uh, this is where I would want to play Golden Sun again. Like they, it did come out for the virtual console of the Wii U, so I can play it at least on a bigger screen. But I want to, I want to play it on the Switch. Damn it! So if Nintendo makes that happen, I'll be there day one, making it, making it work. But uh, we'll, we'll figure something out for sure. All right. Thank you both for coming on. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with another episode at some point in the future. Thanks.